following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, uh, yes, it's Saturday morning, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live. Right here, overlooking beautiful downtown Scottsdale. And you know, Dan, this morning, it's it may be chilly, but it's sunny. Yes. And it's a warm the, cold. And we what? have... It's and, a what? It's and a warm cold. It's a friendly cold. It's a friendly you cold. You get that warm, friendly feeling from the sun being out, although it's... The temperatures are lower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Frigid t- for us, but lower. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you something. I had to go down to visit our friends in Southern Arizona um, the other day in Tucson, and when I got Tucson down Express. there, <laughs> it got down there, and I was up, as they say, up on the roof, mm-hmm. and there was ice. Believe it or not, on a flat roof, and it was like ten, is, eleven is that o'clock that in the stiff morning. Water stuff. Yeah, that's that stiff one. You know, and then, yeah, you know, I, it's like you only experience that stuff when really, I mean, you don't see much here in Arizona. No. Though I do have the, I do have the pipes at the, uh, the external pipes coming out of the ground going into the house have, have foam around it at the compound uh-huh. just to make sure that they don't freeze just, you know, in case it gets really cold. That's right. So you got to do that. You know what? Dave Pratt doesn't have heat in his home. He what? First time I'd heard that. People, some people don't have heat in their homes here. What? They don't need it. Who is it? I have no idea who it is. <laughs> Dave, did, did, Dave they, who? did they move again? Yes, he's he's in. Yeah, he he doesn't live where he did before. He he actually started moving east in in Scottsdale. But well, how, how, can he, how can he not have heat? I know that's the first time I've heard that. What, how, I I don't know. I I haven't even used it once. And I'm not going to either. Why? Because you just you're just like bundling up. Well, it's cheap. I am trying. Yeah, I'm are, you cheap. Cheap, are you a cheap yeah, guy? He said he's cheap. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, you can get you can get away with it without using heat here. And well, if, if you're right? using a yeah. gas, if you're using a gas furnace, the gas, you know, amount of what it costs for gas to be used is so very low and cheap. I mean, you might get up to thirty, forty bucks mm-hmm. for the winter, mm-hmm. and that's it with a gas furnace. Wow. And if you have a gas water heater, you're probably down there in the fifteens to twenties. All year long, and mm-hmm. plus you don't probably use it. It probably doesn't kick in all summer because it comes in over ninety degrees off the street. <laughs> so. Do you, Do you have gas? Yes, you do. Do you have gas, Stephen? No, you don't. You well, have- I, I bottle gas. I use for the fireplaces and for the barbecue. But no, we don't have any coming from the the city because we live out in you know out, they say, uh, out there in out, the- the, out the compound area where there isn't much around us except a lot of wind. Oh, in ten- yeah, oh, in tent city. Okay. Trust me, I've tent- always got gas. No, we're not. Though we don't live near tent city. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I always carry mine with me. I've always got gas. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan, we're not going <laughs> to go on, there. Man. We're not going to go there. It's not even 930 yet. Come That's on. Right. Give us a break here. All right. We want to welcome everybody to the show today. You know, as um, as our friends back east are worrying about snow and nor'easters and all that other And trying to get the snow stuff. drift at the end of the driveway out of the way. Exactly. You know, we're, we're rapidly approaching, you know, guess next week is, you know, one of my TPC. favorite holidays. Well, yeah. Well, next week is the, the Waste Management Phoenix Open mm-hmm. leading up to the big game. On Sunday, 
That's you know right. what? You they know what? They're that, always together. And you know what that means? You know, it's Tostitos Day. Mm. Exactly. You know, the one thing that I found that was really good I saw on the news this week. You know, for all our people out there who want to, you know, party for the big game and everything else. Okay, Blade, you're gonna love this. You're gonna want to run out to Bashes and go pick this up. Okay. What? What's that? It's a. It's Tostitos has actually made a bag. Oh yeah, okay? the breathalyzer bag. It's a breathalyzer bag. And what you had to do is you breathe on this one portion of the bag after you drank. Now, if you haven't gotten over your limit, so to speak, the emblem turns green. If you are over your limit, it turns red. And it says, stay there, eat right. more Tostitos. Right. It, it says, yeah, <laughs> just eat more Tostitos and maybe you can hide it. No, no. Absorb it means some that you need to go, you need to be responsible if it turns red and f- call Uber, find somebody to come take you home or drive, drive you to wherever you're going. As a matter of fact, because you're Uber intoxicated. But you know what that means? You know, they did that. For, it's a good reason. But you know the other reason that Tostitos probably did it? What a great way to enhance your business, mm-hmm. right? If you get, a, you get a breathalyzer and you get a bag, if you're a chip person like me, it's just like Could you're you off the chart. Now, here it is. You get pulled over by the PD, I right? I just got to win. I got my bag of <laughs> chips here. Yeah. And, the, and the cop comes out and hands you the bag of Tostitos and says, breathe into it. Don't I get to eat them? Uh, <laughs> That's just, the thing. If you're too no. drunk, the bag doesn't yeah, open. Yeah, but you can't <laughs> offer the bag to the cop because the cop will say you're bribing him. You no, know, but right. you bring, you know, you know he's suspecting you of drunk driving. He comes out and offers you a bag of Tostitos. Well, that's civil. It doesn't start anything big. And he says, please eat the Tostitos and breathe into the bag. Oh, hey, Jesus. That, that's a nice, yeah, and then uh, Tostitos should promote this because this way, you know, they get the breathalyzer bag and the cities don't have to put out all that money for all that equipment. It's, it's a win-win. Well it's, good. well, it's good. But anyway, getting back to what I originally started before we went off the rails here. Real quick. Okay. Uh, actually, in Arizona, next week is a couple of things. Besides all those events happening in Arizona and around the country and, and uh, in Houston next week, is that it's getting, getting warm outside. It's going to be February. Next week, it's going to warm up. This week, is a little bit of chilly, but next week, it's going to be in the 70s. You know what that means? Great, oh. great painting weather, Oh, especially oh. if you're going to paint outside. And we've got the expert here with us today. Paula Stone is here from Double D Services. And after the break, we're going to talk a little bit with her. We're going to talk painting. And we're also going to be always, always going to play my favorite uh, paint outtake because I, right. I love that. That's from that's that's a classic from years ago. But I want to settle one thing, OK, because we had this discussion before. The show started, okay? We were talking about, I was introducing Paula to the different things around the studio, and I introduced her to Blade Sneeze Guard, okay? And we were trying to figure out, okay, who played Khan on that Saturday Night Live skit that where the rest, the Enterprise turned into the restaurant, and he was, he was um, playing Khan, and he was the restaurant inspector giving out citations if the place wasn't clean. Well, it was Dana Carvey. Of course. Oh, okay. Dana Carvey. Of course. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then also one of my other favorite guy, you know who was who played Mr. Spock? What's one of my other favorite sound, sound bites that we do, Blade? Oh. Your uh, big fat check. Yeah. With? Dan Nealon. No, Kevin Neely. Oh, Neely. Kevin Neely. <laughs> Kevin Neely played Mr. Spock. Okay. In that oh, so okay. yeah, so okay. you know, they're all in there. So we'll, we'll play that for you a little bit later. But you know, there's nothing like Saturday morning getting up, doing a little radio, and getting a big fat check. That's right. That's it. <laughs> okay. Paula's going to get a big fat check today. I think she's got a big busy day. I she's think. got a busy day, her, and we really appreciate her coming by. We're going to get into talking about again. It's all about prep, 
Are you talking about getting your? Well, I don't care whether it's interior, exterior. Exterior, you got to be careful, especially because you know how many times people go out and you know I tell everybody all the time: do not, do not, do not let your um, gardener paint, your, paint house. your house. I don't care how many houses he's painted. Okay, first of all, when that guy goes down the street after you've given him like a whole bunch of money. Taillight warranty. You get a taillight warranty. When he's gone, there goes your warranty. He's not going to be around. So in a month, when the stuff starts peeling, who are you going to call? You're not going to call Ghostbusters because no. they're not going to help you. Okay, there's not the going to be any, and you can't go to the register of contractors because the registrar doesn't give you any help if the contractor was unlicensed. So yeah. you're just SOL. And yeah, and you've got to have reliable people. Who you know's contract number is theirs. Right. So what do you do? That's the first thing you ask, isn't it? Are you a licensed Are you licensed, bonded, and insured? And if you they say and they yes. Should, and they shouldn't take it badly. Say, just a minute. Let me double check. Wait, 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 wait. Licensed, bonded, bonded and, and insured. Okay. That's so right. you, you've got to make sure that you have all those three because this way, at least you have you know that that, cus- that contractor has gone through all the necessary steps to be credible. Does it mean he's good? Because there's a lot of people out there who are, who have all those credentials, but are do terrible work. Accountable, for. or as Monty used to say, do shoddy work. Shoddy That's work. Right. Shoddy work. Well, I mean, do you, do you ask for proof? You can, you or can ask, ask them for on their business card every piece of literature that I put out for Image Home Improvement, whether it be a business card, Facebook page, website, anything, my van, anything that says my company name on. You have to have the ROC numbers posted. So that people could see it. And they can just go back out. If you give somebody your card, Blake, you can have me come over to do a bathroom or a kitchen remodel. You look at my card. You can go on the Register Contractor's website and look up Image Home Improvement. Look up the ROC number and see if there's any complaints or if there's anything. Make sure my license is valid mm-hmm. and yeah. current. Yeah. Because there's plenty of people out there that have their licenses have lapsed. And they're still doing business. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you got, and again, you know, these are people. If they're not, if they don't have those uh, credentials in place, and they're all current, then you've got a problem, right? Because you go, that's like a big red flag. You don't want to go near these people because they're they're going to be trouble if they're not making sure that they're being able to be presented into the public uh, responsibly and know that these people. I look at it this way: if I go into somebody's home. Whether it's exterior, interior, I don't care what. They're asking me to do something for them. It's a privilege for me to come into their home and make their dreams come true. I don't care if it's painting, remodeling, whatever it is, okay? And when I leave there, I want them to have the I want them to know that I'm their contractor for life. That's and right. that's what the mission is. So that this way, why wouldn't I want to have all my credentials in place? Because if they're gonna refer me to other people, their friends, family, and neighbors, you know? I want to have yeah. sides up in every yard. Yeah, well, image home improvement, you remodeling. You know, call boom, boom, boom. There's plenty <laughs> of hit and runs out there, isn't it? Those kind oh, of yes. oh my lots, god, there's lots of Melvins. And it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that right. Melvin is just like a you know. A, yeah, he's a phone call away. Mel, Mel, <laughs> Melvin and Pal, Palo Verde Bob. Oh boy, you know they're they're out there, but it's unbelievable. But all right, but if you'd like to be part of the show today, give us a call. If you've got questions, give us a call at four eight zero four two one. 0640. That's 480-421-0640. And make sure you can always check us out at imagehomeimprovementshow.com, starworldwidenetworks.com. We are out there. We're everywhere. And don't forget, if, you, if you've if you had your head stuck in the sand, 
Lord knows, go to Google Play, go on, uh, go. you've got an iPhone, go download the app, Star yeah. Worldwide Network. It's you can, free. It, it's free, and you can listen to me and all the other great talk show hosts here on the network, as well as the captain of the ship, Dave Pratt. <laughs> That's right. You know, so All make right, sure so, you do that. So license, bonded, and insured. Yes. That's it. Okay, yes. there you go. Those three, the big three. That's yeah. And then we're going to find out what other credentials Blade has to be able to do his job right here on IHIU this morning, so don't go away. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we're here. We're excited. It's Saturday morning. And what better way to start your morning is with Image Home Improvement Live and yours truly, Steve Dubell, here every week as they say, Play permanently ensconced behind the <laughs> Star Worldwide Network's microphone right here. No, it's not gold like some talk show host, but it, it works. That's all I care about. It That's works. Right. You know? And thank thanks for everything that Blade does because he's the he's the master keeping this uh at least the ship afloat, even though if it goes off course a little bit, you know. That's but, my fault. But that's Dan's <laughs> yeah, fault. That's not my fault. That's Dan's fault. <laughs> that's so right. you know, that's we, right. we get that going. But um we want to welcome all of you to the show. And like I said, if you're thinking about, you know, we talked about this. This month is the last Saturday of the month of um, January. And we've been talking all month about, you know, um, reorganizing, getting yourself 
ready for that spring remodel. And one of the things that you need to get ready for spring, obviously, is if you're going to, whatever reason, the exterior of your home maybe needs a little bit of painting or the interior home, maybe you haven't done anything. And, you know, the best time to do stuff like that is when the temperatures, especially when you live in Arizona, are moderate. When in the summertime, when it gets to be 115 and my friend's burning up in the field over there, um, you know, and it's hot, damn hot, as we always like to say. But it's that's the time where you just want to just you go you go in. I tell my friends back east in New York, how could you live out there, Steve? Well, you know, we come out of the air conditioned home to your air conditioned vehicle to your air conditioned workplace or if you are working indoors and if it's indoor project, even if there isn't any air conditioning, the house protects you from that 115-degree heat. The problem is, though, when you get to certain temperatures and it gets hotter and hotter, you've got to adjust some of the things that you do from an exterior standpoint. So if you're going to paint your home, you know, I love I love painting in the spring and in the fall because that's the best times. It's like next week, it's going to be in the 70s. Why don't we all converge on Blade's house and we'll go paint your house? You know, what do you, you should do that. The guys that I know that do the painting, they do work through the summer. You tell us if I'm right or wrong, Paul, but they come out at 5 in the morning because it gets sunny early, and they stop at 9. And then they go yeah. siesta and then come back at 6. And they Siesta? Yeah. You think so? And well, maybe. Paula Stone from Double D Services is with us. Good morning, Paula. Good morning. How are you? I am well, thank you. Well, good. So what do you think about Blades? I don't know if that if that particular work scenario would work for the for the crew because, you know, you're paying them for eight hours, but yeah. you're three hours to start, and then you're going to pay them for how many hours of siesta? Eight. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. You know, unless that unless that's written into the contract. But I don't. What are you going to do at six o'clock? Then they're going to paint from six to eight till the sun goes down. Yeah, yeah. So it's a four hour day basically, but you get paid for twelve. Let's. That's uh, not very efficient, <laughs> no, is it? No, 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 no. no. Boy, I'm glad you're not my sub. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'd make no money. I would make no money. Well, do you paint through the summer, Paul? Is that it? You we do paint through the summer, and you're correct. We start at five thirty in the morning, and we have our guys quick by noon. Uh, if you take a look yeah. at any specifications regarding paint, there's more of um, a rule and regulation regarding cold weather versus hot. There is nothing listed to say you can't paint after a certain degree. Yeah, mm. but uh, you know, which is, you put the paint on, it shouldn't start boiling and bubbling, though. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It you know, doesn't. Oh, really? It just about gets that hot, you'd swear. Uh, that stuff's got to be hurting. Right. It's on that hot wall. It's got to be hurting. You know? So you can't send them out if it's too cold is what you're saying? Absolutely. Um, 35 degrees is what's the recommended um, mm-hmm. cold spot, if you will. But that's not even the air degrees. That's 35 degrees of the product or the material. Not oh, product, the, the, the ambient the temperature of the of material. This, of the material. Does it affect yeah. the paint when it's 35, Hayden? What do you think? Uh, it would because the abil- the ability to adhere mm-hmm. is yeah. uh, that's built within these newer paints is critical. So it will yeah. bond properly to the mater- to the surface it's on. What's ideal temperature? Range. Let's go with a range. range? 60s to 70s. Correct. Yeah. Okay. 60s to 70s is really nice. It's good for the paint. It's good for the applicator. That's right. Absolutely. How and the equipment, that? because the equipment doesn't get clogged up as fast. Yeah. What's you an know? applicator? <laughs> I love this show. I, I apl- I, an applicator, somebody who applies the paint, like the guy who sprays your house. Oh, the paint. Or rolls your house. <laughs> or you, the one oh, thing. Oh, that's not a dude out of work. Huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, you know, Dan, one more statement like that, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. What are we going to do with you? Can anybody paint? No. 
Well, There's some people who just well, put the paintbrush down, put the roller down, walk back away, away from the roller <laughs> right. before you cover the entire furniture in the house, please. All right, so Paula, you've seen, I'm sure, in all the expo. Well, first of all, tell our listeners a little bit about the experience about Double D Services. Well, Double D Services has been here in the Valley for 20 years. We're licensed, bonded, and insured. There you go. <laughs> They are all our employees. Can I see your card, please? Yes. Uh, that's what that's what DeBell says. I always make sure. Okay. Right. Right. Um, all of the employees are our employees. We don't subcontract them out. The majority of our employees have been with us for over 10 years. Um, a lot of the impl- compliments we get from our homeowners because we don't advertise is that, my goodness, they're efficient, they do quality work, and they're always so pleasant to work with. And that's makes a big difference. Well, when you have somebody in your home, it's nice to have somebody that's nice. Mm-hmm. And, and not, uh, here comes a conflict today. Right. You know? It sounds like you find that word of mouth is probably one of your best advertising plans. It is. Yeah. It is the most mm-hmm. best use of our uh, sure. for advertising. Who's a good painter? You know, D&D. Why? Well, they do good work and they're nice people and they're consistent. And I know the guys. You know, mm-hmm. It's yeah. better than that. And, but, and, and again, much like you know, like we, we talk about Keiko Roofing, been around since 1994. You know, they've been here, the longevity in the Valley. That says a lot about a company on how, how good, if they weren't doing good work, they wouldn't be around that long. Mm-hmm. They'd right. be chasing, like some of these other people, you know, like they said, the storm chases mm-hmm. when they come in, like when we have monsoon storms, all of a sudden everybody becomes a roofer, you know, yeah. and, 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 they, <clears throat> and they run in from, <clears throat> excuse me, from the other states. To, to be roofers and try and and take all the insurance money away from the actual people that work here. Oh. You know, people do that all the time when the, those storm chases are terrible. Especially when we had the, what was it, back in 2010 when we had the big hail storm. Right. Everybody became a roofer. Yeah, I was. it was actually very funny to me because here I'm sitting and my neighbor next door, she'd had some shingles and half her roof ripped off. And I told her, you know, do this and this. And then the insurance company sends their their roofing. And it had Nevada plates and it said Silver City Roofing. And I said, well, where's your Arizona license? And they're saying, oh, we don't have to. We're working for the insurance company. Uh, I'm we, sorry. We don't have no stinking <laughs> at, the, at the time, license. I knew some of the guys up there at the ROC had said, hey, would you stop by for a cup of coffee? I've got something interesting over here at my house I need you to look at. Yeah, right. And we're standing there having the coffee, and the guys pull up, and they're going, hi, we're from the ROC. Yes, right. <laughs> It was one of the best burns I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. But no, see, that's important. The temperature's good, but that's that's just one thing, obviously, especially if you're doing um, exterior exterior work. You've got to do, the, the prep is key. You know, I see people, sometimes they go out, and I said, well, I just had my house painted, and I start seeing things. I said, did the guy, did the guy do any prep work, like pressure wash the house, or, you know, maybe Tape he didn't do off. a great, you know, to, you know, Half the job is doing a good job is in the prep work. That's right. I mean, it's it's so important. Windows, doors, and then it's not just any. It's got to be. It's you just can't slap masking tape up. That's why I'm saying professionals. You want it done right. You you don't want overspray. You don't want things painted that shouldn't have. You got to have. You don't want to have to pound on the door because like they painted it. Shut. Paula's company come <laughs> over and actually do it. Do it the right way. So how do you prep for it? I mean, if I want to get my 1983 home painted and it's basically wood, how do I prep for it or do I just let Double D do that? How does that work? Well, what you need to do, like Is it a consultation or something? For, right. Um, your, your contractor or myself would mm-hmm. come out and give you a quote, take a look at your specific needs um, and 
inspect the area to make sure that we know what products we're going to be using and what would do the right job and whether some uh, surfaces may need to be replaced. If you've got wood, you may need to have some of the wood replaced sure. versus going ahead and having us And as you it. pull things away, you find mold. <laughs> Sometimes, I'm sure that's happened. Right, right, absolutely. Are you good at colors? Can you say what would be a good color for it? I wouldn't. I am not a color consultant per se. However, I've taken courses in color, and I do recommend to homeowners uh, to, if they are not sure what colors to use, if they're doing it on their own, Oh, Make sure you get your samples and put it on each and every wall so that you can see it during the day, during the evening, All because the colors change. Yeah. Absolutely. And if not, and you're just stuck, um, many of these painting places, such as Sherwin-Williams and Dunn-Edwards, <clears throat> for a small fee, for which they reimburse you with a gift card, will come out, will have a color consultant come out and help you select the colors. And they're great. They're mm-hmm. absolutely great people. Mm-hmm. What do you do, Steve, if they ask you? Do they ask you as a contractor, well, what color should I paint this? Well, usually what I, what I ask them, the first question is, do they have, <clears throat> excuse me, do they have an HOA? Because the HOA oh, yeah. is going oh, to dictate. Oh, yeah. yeah, for the exterior is going to dictate the color of what's on the house. And they only have preset colors a lot of times with preset manufacturers. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I moved to my first home in Arizona, there was only about five colors I was able to use, and it was all phrasey colors. At the white, time, white or white, white, white or eggshell, eggshell. No, no, <laughs> no. But it was it was a color. It was you couldn't use anything else. Mm-hmm. And I even went one time. This is what I'm saying. If if the contractor, if you get anybody that walks in, it doesn't <laughs> ask any questions. Okay, the homeowner will say, "Oh, hey, I like this color. Let's change it." And then you sign a contract. You change the color in the house. And all of a sudden, the HOA police come by in one day and say, "Hey, by the way." That color is not approved. You got to go back and change your color, and then they come back to you and say the house isn't painted the right color. Can you do with this color? And they expect you to do it for free, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so just be. You have to be, like I always say, more than just the contractor in the field that you're in. You've got to know a little bit more about what's going on, what's going to affect the color. Not just to mention the how good it's going to look. But like HOA police, they come by, you know, if they don't like what you're doing, you know, they'll be the first one to write you up because, you know, like there's a cigarette butt in your driveway. I mean, you know, come on, something stupid like that. You've got, you've got a weed that's a half inch high in the yard. Kill yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> Do you deal with HOAs at all, Paula? We deal with many HOAs, and you're absolutely right. You need to make sure you check with your HOA. And in some instances, and we do a lot of multi-housing HOAs and condominiums, um, and you don't need to paint your home. That's a full project on its own. And we're in, for instance, we're doing one wrap now for 57 homes in Scottsdale. We just finished 235 homes in North Scottsdale where the HOA has selected the contractor and we do the painting from soup to nuts for the entire complex. Mm-hmm. And so homeowners, be aware that you may not even have the opportunity to, to quote Right. Yeah, yeah, you don't get a choice. Right. Your house just gets changed. Right. Exactly. The only thing you right. could choose is the color. No. You go for not, even no. Not, no, even no color. not even that. No, because a, a lot of times <laughs> HOAs will not allow you to paint two homes next door to each other the same color. Right. So you you've got to okay. be. That's what I'm saying. You know, you it's 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 strange, but <laughs> I guess you know this is what it, it's come to. Instead of allowing like somebody to have a '57 Chevy <laughs> jacked up in your driveway on blocks. Working on it over the weekend, you know, and then you're just screaming, like, what the hell are you doing in my neighborhood? 
You know, that's what they made HOAs for. They just want to prevent stuff like that. If you want to work on your car, put it in the garage. There you go. What are you going to do? That's life at life in Arizona. It is. You life know? in the HOA. Enjoy yeah. the cactus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to have more great information for you to take care of the uh, finishes on your home from Paula Stone, from Double D Services, and more, <laughs> more from Dan right after the Arr. break. <laughs> Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. No one really wants to be working outside when the weather gets cold, but did you know that there are some jobs that shouldn't be done below a certain temperature? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about when it's too cold to paint right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tile to backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. If you're looking for an excuse not to paint, then the weather might just provide it. It's common sense that you shouldn't paint outside in the rain, but did you know that if the temperature is too high or low, it can cause the paint not to bind together properly, which can lead to cracking and peeling. The maximum and minimum recommended temperatures for exterior paint varies depending on the specific brand and whether you use oil or latex, but a general rule of thumb is that oil-based paint can be applied when the temperatures are between 40 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit and latex between 50 and 85 degrees Fahrenheit. The best drying will occur when the relative humidity is between 40 and 70%. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. Welcome to the paint department, ma'am. May I help you? Yes, I'd like to buy some paint. What would you like, interior paint or exterior paint? Um, exterior. We don't have exterior. We got interior. Okay, interior. You want that oil-based or latex? 
oil base. We're all out of oil base. We only have latex. Fine, I'll take latex. Smooth or textured? Textured. Oh, we got a smooth. I see. Flat gloss or semi-gloss? Flat? Nope. Gloss? Nope. Semi-gloss. Semi you got it. You want it washable? Can I get it washable? Nope. Then I don't want it washable. What color paint you want? What colors do you have? Oh, we got any color as Blue. long as it's white. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> any color as long as it's white. That'll make... Well, white's, white's neutral. White's a color, though. That's right. White will do it. White will do it. Now, that's one of our favorite outtakes from, from years past. What we was t- that? Years past is right. In what era? What era? Did what that era? quote come In out? In the early uh, days of Image Home Improvement Live. I see. So the, that's right. No, the scenic era. The, okay. s- the scenic the, era. The cenozoids were <laughs> roaming the earth at that point. <laughs> oh, he's got a new animal now, the yeah. cenozoids. The cenozoids. Oh, my God. He's even got a whole new classification Wait a minute. Of, of time Wait now. a minute. Wait a minute. I want to know that. Nat Geo channel he's been watching to find this out because that's just not happening. <laughs> well, you've been watching Dinosaur Train too much. Dinosaur Train, exactly. That's one of there my you favorites. Go. <laughs> Dinosaur Train. Where they do that magical tunnel that changes complete periods of time. Oh, hey, my God. All right. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. We're here with Paula Stone from Double D Services. And we're, if, if you might have guessed, we're talking about painting your home. Both and Right now, we're working on... Blade's exterior of his house, and you know we're not going to believe it. We're not going to come out and paint your house purple. We're not, I'd like that. We're not going to do that. And I'm not an HOA. I'd like that. You know, but that's a light purple, a, kind of a violet. But your neighbors will be after you later because they're <laughs> go, they're going to be come after you. They actually, you'll probably come out if I we painted your house purple. They would come out the next day. I would donate. Arizona's favorite old paint, Navajo white. Because when I got here, everything was Navajo white. And we'll paint paint your house Navajo white. So this way, we'll cover up the purple. Yeah, but that that Navajo white looked like dirty white. Looked like white paint got... Dirty. No, no, but it's no, Paul. It's, but, it's an earth tone. Come on, Dan. You got to be politically it's a correct. Desert field. It's, it's politically, earth tone. I'm the last person to be politically correct. I know, <laughs> I know. My God, but even, I'm sure, Paul. You've seen a lot of everything outside stucco, outside stucco, Navajo white, and then the 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 fascia board and the eaves are weathered brown. That was everybody right. had. That. I couldn't believe it. Right. I'm like, how I, I could go to the store and just buy five gallons of everything and not have to worry because nobody wanted to change their color. The HOA says, uh-uh, can't do that. Got to do that. You got to paint it this color, otherwise, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll H- come after you. I call it HOA bland. <laughs> HOA bland. That's amazing. Tell Paul. Tell us a little bit about some of the problems that you run into in in exterior painting. Problems in exterior painting are primarily associated to blistering, chipping, and peeling. And that usually occurs at the stem wall and mostly on perimeter walls. And the reason for that is moisture. If you'll, oh, yeah, big all time. the time. Uh, usually you'll sprinklers find and sprinklers spraying up. Water and paint do not mix. up in behind the wall, right up the mm-hmm. weep screen. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, okay. it's a, it's amazing yeah, because that's where you know, and I tell people all the time, you know, don't put planters in, right. in next to your house. It may look nice within three feet of the stem wall because guess what'll happen? You, you're going to get that moist, more additional moisture creeping up that wall. Plus, you're going to ruin the 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 barrier, the termite barrier that the pest control person put down around your house to keep pests, you know, oh, that's termites good. away. And, and that's then, good. And then you get mold. And then you get mold. You know, so anyway, in, in strange things happen. And I just wanted to take a, a quick sidebar, okay? We posted something on Facebook a couple of weeks ago of 
a a small barrel cactus about three foot high, okay, that was getting eaten alive by a specific kind of termite, not the kind that come up in you find in your house, but the ones that attack your plants outside. And I've never seen this happen before, but the termites actually ate ate this small barrel. It fell over because of the weight of the the initial piece itself. The inside were getting eaten out from the termites. It fell over, and then I saw it about a month ago. It was just laying over. Now it's half collapsed. It's like somebody took a balloon and deflated it because it flattened out when it hit the ground, and the inside so hollowed out from the termites, it's flat. It just that's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. So besides water and moisture creeping up your wall to screw up your paint job, okay, it's anything near the house, whether it be plant, a cactus, or anything else like that. How about that big saguaro that crushed that guy's truck this week? Oh my god! Because yeah. they overwatered the yeah. the base. You've right. got to be ca- you got to be careful. And why not? Again, ruining your paint job is not what we want to do. And then a lot of reasons, moisture. And then, again, some of that blistering has got to be due to bad prep work from before. I mean, you know, I mean, I tell people, you know, usually five years on wood, eight to ten years on stucco, depending on sun exposure. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. And but, you know, people, you know, they you ask them, what kind of look do you get when you get people? I ask them, when's the last time you painted your house? They look like deer in headlights. headlights. Exactly. Absolutely. Deer in headlights. Deer in headlights. Yeah, because yeah, they don't remember. Because right. it's not supposed to be gray? No. <laughs> no, it's not supposed to be or gray. Or you put your hand on the surface of their home only to have all that chalkiness on, uh, oh my God. on top or, of your Or, or you, you rub your hand against it, and a lot of the granulation just comes with it. Right. You mean Houston, we have got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's unbelievable. You know, we have a problem too, Blight. You know what it is? What? We got to go to break. We do. Okay. But here's the theme from this segment with Paula Stone today. Avoid chalkiness, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, when we come back, we're going to have more with Paula Stone from Double D Services and your questions right after the break. Don't go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. 
Exercise and eating right are two ways to practice healthy living, but would you believe you can also be healthy by vacuuming? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a healthy way to suck it up right after this. Fall means cooler temperatures, beautiful colors, and long hours of raking leaves. Until now, introducing the new dual tine leaf rake from Ames. With a double row of tines and clog-free design, it rakes up to 45% faster than standard rakes, making leaf raking easier than ever. It even comes with a detachable hand rake for cleaning under shrubs and in tight spaces. The Ames Dual Tine Leaf Rake. Leaves hate it, you'll love it. Available now at the Home Depot and other fine retailers. Almost everyone will agree that a clean home is a healthy home. Vacuuming the floor should be a weekly chore to help keep your home on the healthy list, but not all vacuums are created equally. Typical upright and canister vacuums actually help contribute to the scattering of dust and allergens because the minute that you turn them on, they're exhausting right back into the room. This is a good reason to consider a central vacuum system instead. It doesn't recirculate particles and allergens because it's exhausted to the outside. In fact, central vacuums can reduce allergy symptoms from dust inside your home by up to 61% versus an upright or canister model. Plus, they have up to five times more cleaning power, and that's nothing to sneeze at. I'm Danny Lippery with tips for today's homeowner. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, who does our theme song again, Steven? Rihanna. Is it? Yeah, it's Rihanna. Okay, yeah, right. Rihanna. Yes, absolutely. We, we, we did a fact checker last week, you That's know? That's right. Yes, we did some fact checking back on the... Yeah, it was so long ago that, you know, it's... But uh, no, actually, we did... I, that was in the early days when we put all the music together for Image Home Improvement Live. I mean, we th- I thought that that was very important because, you know, that... S O S. Yeah, it's exactly because that's what homeowners do. Yeah. They they send out an SOS, especially when they decide to take things into their own hands. And, you know, Paula, one of the things that just really gets me, it's almost like chalk on a corkboard when you talk to somebody and they say, Are you going to paint your house this year? And they say, Yeah, I'm going to wind up doing it myself. I'm going to go to. I'm going to go over to, you know, uh, the big box store, Don Edwards or something, you know, and I'm going to buy like 20 gallons of 20 gallons of paint. I'm going to roll the wall and I'm, I'm cringing as you're going to roll. I said, why are you going to do that? Well, I want to make sure I get good coverage. I said, let me explain something to you. What kind of what kind of stucco do you have on your house? And they say Spanish lace. And I'm like, oh, really? Whoa. I said, so you're going to take a big fat roller, big fuzzy, a, a roller. Big fuzzy roller and start rolling it. And, and when you see all these little nooks and crannies, you're going to keep pushing more paint into that so that you you're going to wind up using at least twice as much paint as if I came in and sprayed it and made it look like a million dollars. But you're going to put all this paint on the wall and spend twice as much money, not to mention all the time that's involved in doing that. I said, do you really want to do that? So and you got the, you got to spray. And, and since you don't do it all the time, all the ibuprofen you're going to have to take later. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, you got to spray stucco is what you're saying. Stucco. You got to spray stucco. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. a, if you do it right. And then, again, we talk just that one direction. We were talking earlier about, <laughs> you know, there's so much going on with, with you know, you having an airless gun. you got to have the right spray tip so that you have the right nozzle in it so that the pattern goes on right. If the pattern doesn't come out right or if there's something wrong and the nozzle's clogged or maybe it's getting old and the orifice is a little worn, you know, it'll start, te- it'll have telltale worn signs on the spray pattern. Right. So you got to be careful. So you got to know all and these al- things. And also know how far it blows back. So you don't paint your windows, the, your neighbor's house and windows also. Oh, yeah. 
Is you all that makes sense cars. to you? Is all that makes sense no, that, what they're saying? That, absolutely. That, that, yeah, fog, absolutely. that fog rolls off the house and onto the neighbor's yeah. cars. And in, <laughs> and, in, and in summertime, we were talking about you know, how, how warm can you paint? Okay, what will happen if you, if you don't know what you're doing and you come in, you try and paint the wall? Sometimes if it's too hot, the paint will start to dry before it even hits the wall. As it's sprayed, and you think, well, how could that happen? Because that spray's so fine, it'll start drying. And if the surface is too hot, forget about it. All uh, I wouldn't warranty that if you if life depended on it. I mean, you, you got you, you got to you, know all these you things. You didn't spray that. That's right. You didn't <laughs> spray that. Right? No, no, it's not that, but it applies. That's right. It applies. What uh, happened? Another technical glitch. You didn't build that. That's right. That's you right. didn't build that. That's amazing. That's amazing. So do you, you have to put in two layers all the time when you're painting your home, always? It was always necessary? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know why? No. All right. Are we talking interior or exterior? exterior? I have an explanation for both. Okay, exterior. All right, for exterior. Yes, absolutely. Spray. Um, you get the best coverage and you do a cross spray. You, Up, down, sideways, all around. First. And on, first. Yeah. And on the, on the lattice-type st- structures, we back roll it. In other words, yeah. we'll, wow. we'll have... A, a That's labor-intensive. It, it's labor-intensive, but it's, it doesn't... You won't have double the amount of yeah. paint like you were talking about, but it's definitely more yeah. efficient than, than trying to do it all 100%. I'd rather have you scratch roll. the stucco and start over with a nice, nice smooth, smooth surface. Yeah. Yeah. You Just go ahead and do the scratch job and then fill in all the big cracks that have been hidden in all, in all that cock and have a nice-looking wall. You know, <laughs> I, gotta, I, wanna, I saw a, um, a customer the other day, and I drove up in front of their house, and it looked to me, and I'm sure, Paul, you've seen this. You drive up, and somebody's done a really bad job when they did prep work, and they decide to seal all the stucco cracks, and then they went over and painted it, and the, the repair with the caulk flashed right through the paint. Right. So you see all these lines of, like, big white caulk lines where they didn't do what they should have done to actually rub it into the crack, you know, with a wet rag, so this way it's not like a big overlap on it, so I said to her, I said, by the way, I said, uh, when's the last time you painted your house? And she said, oh, you noticed. I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I noticed. How could I not? You drive down the street and their house is right in front of you when you go to, you can't help it. It's all over the garage. It's like big spider lines coming down on a, oh my. a, a gabled end of the house. And they said it was only like three years old. I said, so who did the paint job? And he said, again, well, the HOA decided that we were going to have this paint company do all the ones in the neighborhood. So they came by and they gave us a quote. We didn't know any better. They painted it. And we didn't know it until about a year later, all of a sudden the line started coming through and this flashing come through because they didn't do the right prep work so that that wouldn't happen. Well, in other words, a year later it rained and it ran. Oh, my God. It looks terrible. <laughs> it looks terrible. I mean, have you seen? You must have seen a lot of that. Oh, we see a lot of it. And... Half the time, it's because the product that they're using to fill the crack is incorrect. You should be using a textured product. You don't use just plain old caulking to go ahead and put your finger in. And, and that's yeah. what it looks like, little fingers coming oh, down. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw an entire complex downtown of Phoenix that the caulkers had been there first. Bright, white, you know, just mm-hmm. really white caulk. And they were going to paint it another mauve-type color, another, another, you know, tan-type color. And I came back to that complex about six months later. You could see all the caulk lines. Oh boy! No, no, no. no well, you, yeah, and no. you know, one of the other things too, which, which we did, we did one um, a while ago. Ago, well, let's go a couple of years ago. New stucco, 
Okay, right. so you got new stucco, and then they when the stucco guy came back to do his after thirty days before we get ready to paint, he he comes back and does all his crack repair work, and right. then the painter went and primed it, and then he painted it. Okay, and then it dried. And the next day, I walk back. I'm looking, and all these all these marks are here from all the repairs. I called them back. I said, "Do you see this?" I said, "Do you have any idea what I'm going to have to do now to try and cover that? Because you can't go back and take it off." Oh. You got to go back and go. I, we must have painted that wall because it was a big gabled end of a garage, mm-hmm. new garage addition we did. Oh my God, at least, had to be at least three times before it became acceptable. Do you know what a shortcut would be? What? To prevent that? Tint the primer. And then you'll be able to see the that, imperfections that were not taken care of prior to painting. That was, yeah, well, yeah. I don't, really, I don't yeah. think he did. I think he did just plain white. That's, tint the, tint yeah. the primer. That's tint as, the primer. Yeah. That's as bad as new homes I did out there in Maricopa, where the whole neighborhood had these spots in the stucco, and it bled through the paint, and every house looked like it had the measles. It wow. was really? it was bad. What they do wrong then? Uh, the builder went out of business and went bye bye. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah. They disappeared. Well, I, I know when. I know when that was. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, in two thousand seven or eight. And then here's this whole neighborhood of spotted houses. Well, you also have spotted houses on the inside. Have you seen those walls? Oh, you mean like, are you talking the the, the scupping or the curling at the top? No. Or just the whole wall? No, I'm talking about the walls on the inside of a, a home. Because with of measles? Flashing with measles. Really? Now, I've seen it with my infrared where the guy pushed the insulation too far in, and you could see every place where he pushed his hand so the heat came through. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when you when you were talking earlier about one coat. You can't no. provide one coat, and you cannot yeah. spray walls. We I don't care what the can spray says. Walls it's on not the a one a coat house. wonder. Exactly, yeah. it's not. If you spray the inside of a house, you spray the walls. You're only putting a certain amount of mills on the wall. Mm-hmm. When you roll it, and we do two coats on everything, like you said. Yeah. When we roll it, you've got full full coverage. And what that means is, when the homeowner goes back to do a touch up later on. And they take that paintbrush that's got a lot of paint on the tip. I don't care how much right. they, 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 they don't out. have, yeah. right? And you put it on. Now you look straight at the wall, and it looks great, and it, it measures perfect. But if, if the house has got it, if it's been sprayed, pardon me, I got a little confused. If it's sprayed, and then they go to touch it up, it'll look good straight on. And then you Lose look at dab. the angle. <laughs> you can see that dab. You can see, and that's the flashing, because you're building more paint on the wall than was originally there. So now you've got your spotted cow or whatever wow, you want okay, to call it. Okay. Oh, Steve, that's like that one house in Sun City. He's had all those holes on the wall. I know. Uh, yeah. All right. There's a, you, you would have loved this house, okay? This is going back years. This is one of those IHI um, horror stories from years ago, okay? Go out to paint the inside of this house. From the IHI archives. Yeah, the <laughs> IHI archives. Thank you, Blade. Uh, but no, we go at back out, and I told them to make sure that they got everything that had to come off the wall had to come off the wall because it's like I'm, we're not taking responsibility. It's your stuff. You take it off the wall, and then we'll just do the prep and paint. So I had given them a quote based on when I did the walkthrough, and obviously I saw pictures and other stuff on the wall. So I get out there, and they took all the stuff off the wall, and I see all these holes in the drywall, like where the pictures were. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. I said – you never said anything that there was anything wrong with the drywall behind the pictures. Where did these holes come from? Well, we had some accidents years ago, and we didn't know what we were going to do. We didn't know how to do drywall, so we just hung a picture over it. Ooh. And that was it. And then, so out of sight, out of mind. 
And I'm like, well, you know, this, this is, where's that addendum? We're going to have a little drywall repair here. You know, that's what's going to happen because you've got to do stuff like that. But you, again, you never know. Uh, the homeowners or you've got to be a psychologist as well as a contractor when you do this <laughs> stuff because it's just sometimes. And, you know, it's like Dan and I talk about this stuff all the time. I mean, we can't make this stuff up. No. I mean, it's real. We run across it every day of every week. That's why I love doing what I do because not only do can I help people not to make these mistakes, but you see stuff that you would never believe. What in. were they thinking? Yeah, what the hell were they now, thinking? wait a minute. <laughs> I, I would have no idea. How to fix the nail holes in the wall. But nail yeah. holes are one thing. Yeah. But I'm talking like fist, fist size, size, fist size drywall uh. holes. I mean, come on. What do you think that I'm not stupid? That I know what accident? went on in his house when I see holes with when to, I went through two years ago, I went through and took care of a house that was vandalized by one of the family members. And they did they took a sledgehammer <laughs> and they broke everything. Cabinets, driver, they put hammer. They put, you could tell a it fist hole time. from a from a sledgehammer yeah. hole, okay? Yeah. And they destroyed everything. Everything. It's like what do you do? I mean, those things you, those things you just got to start over and you The gotta, demo has been done. Yeah, the demo's <laughs> done big time. But you've got to go back and repair. But I'm sure like Paula, it, everything that you do, you've got to make it look like it never happened. Correct. And it's got to look pristine. Otherwise, you're you're like me. You go home and you just won't sleep at night. Nope. Absolutely no. not. You what know, do you do with uh, all the... Sorry, Dan. Yeah. There's some um, builder paint jobs I've seen that leave a whole lot to be desired. Like sometimes with those those uh, water closets have a curved wall. Mm-hmm. And they get halfway through the curve. It's like they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see the line. It's like... Were you folding the paint? What were you doing? Why didn't you finish that curve while you were in here painting? It, it was, it's bizarre. And then sometimes you'll probably see that at uh, the ceiling and um, wall line mm-hmm. that they'll, they'll waver. Mm-hmm. They'll go up and down. It's like, are you following with the drywall or are you just ma- imagining a line? Or did you go ahead and spray it and use the wrong tip, like you were mentioning yeah, earlier? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You got to exactly. make sure that you use the you, right the right one, and, and use the right tape because not all tape is meant to pull from certain types of surfaces. Right. Hey, That's for nice. those fools that decide to paint their own homes, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And guess what they're going to do? <laughs> they're going to be excited when they do it too. <laughs> what, what? What do they do with the old paint? There's going to be some left over. What do you do? Who picks it up? Who takes it for you? What do you do with it? Well, you can check with your local municipality to see if there's any service available. Currently, I'm not aware of any that that are. So, what you need to do is one of two things: you either open the can and let the paint dry out, and then you can dispose of it in your trash can, no problem. Or you go out and buy the products that you can get at your local paint store, which hardens the paint, and then again, you may go ahead and mix it, put it in, let it dry, and, and dump it out. But that's it. Where do you that's dump a it? problem. Where yeah. do you dump it is the thing. If it's hard, you can dump it in your regular trash can, and that's, that's what right. it should be. You can't dispose of it um, as a liquid. I mean, but you should always make sure that if, if – Whatever comes out, whoever comes out to paint the house, whether it's interior or exterior, always leaves you some colors. At least, you know, a half a gallon. Oh, so even if someone else paints it, you're still going to end up with some paint gallons. Well, you should have extra. Yeah, Yeah, for touch. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Later on, you might do something. But it's not a real service that Phoenix offers. It'll come pick up paint and that kind of stuff. Toxic. It's toxic, basically, isn't it? Paint is. 
Well, latex. I know fumes are. Latex is a lot more user friendly than than oil base used to be. Right. Oil base is very toxic. Okay, but there's not a service really to, that comes by. You're to You're gonna pick have it up. to do some research yeah. to find a drop off point because, uh, from what I've you know what I've heard just now, they're gone. Must wow. Be. Yeah. So how about that? But again, you know, for that, a town that has everything, they got no one to come pick up your dead paint. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. These things happen. I know. know. No, seriously. <laughs> you know, but you know, but there's so many different things. Again, I want to stress to all the listeners: there's so many different variables that when you go to paint your home, obviously, you've got to make sure that it gets done right. And there's no better way than calling a professional like Paula to come out and have the team come out there and assess what you have. Because there may be certain issues, you know, and one of the other things that just, you know, like uh, Paula, Dan uh, Dan knows, and we do this, talk about this all the time. One of my things I get on my soapbox for is Christmas lights left on your home. The other thing when it comes to painting that I can't stand is those damn stars on the ceiling in the kids' room <laughs> that doesn't? That all of a sudden, then you say, "Well, the room's ready. I left it all out." And all of a sudden, you look at you walk in, you're ready to see mask off, whatever the stars. fan. And all of a sudden, you see these little stars all over the <laughs> ceiling. Oh no! Now I got to take those off too. And there's like twenty of them. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Why can't you paint over them? Why? Because <laughs> yeah. they glow in the dark. And right. They look terrible because when because I'll see them. That's what counts. I'll see them. I don't want to stinking stars on the ceiling. Are you talking about those little things that are up there and then and they glimmer? No, no, that's it. That's if there's no popcorn. Uh, Yeah. And now we'll get in next time. We'll have Paul on the show. We'll get into talking about popcorn ceiling removal and all that because that's a whole other ball game. That if you're thinking of getting rid of it, you know, you just give give us a call. We have Paula give her our contact information out in a minute, or call Image Home Improvement. Send us an email. We'll come out and we'll take that stinking popcorn off the <laughs> ceiling. And if, the, the other thing, I just want to let all the listeners know, don't think any popcorn could be removed without any special apparatus because if, oh. if you're like around pre-1980, mm-hmm. before that's going to be asbestos, this, you don't want to yeah. mess oh, with it. No. You don't want to oh. mess with it. So, Paul, how can our listeners contact you? Uh, the best number is 602-861-3000. That's our office. Okay, and great. And um, uh, great. Some great testimonials. Uh, on their website, you can check that out as well. And if you're thinking of doing it, have Paula come out. We'll do an estimate for you, and you know we'll get that going. And if it's part of that bigger project, we'll both come out and look at it. Hey, so how about this, go. Steve? Yeah. If your exterior, if your exterior of your house has don't bulk, if it's got caulk, just give her a call. <laughs> Here's a quick question: <laughs> Who, Who's your biggest client? Who's our biggest client? I would say half of our business is homeowners, mm-hmm. and the other half are um, commercial and, and Whitestone Real Estate Investment Trust. Not apartment complexes. And homeowner associations. Associations, right? Several yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. you always, you know, the multi-housing developments, I mean, when you yeah. when you start, because we've done a couple of those in the past, when they start, I mean, it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's good revenue. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. That's a good say. And plus, it's, right. it's, it keeps you busy Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. So, How big know, is your crew? We have several crews. We have a little less than 15 employees. Awesome. So, Good job. Good job, Paul. All right. Thank you. That's All right. awesome. Yeah. All right. That's Paula Stone from Double D Services. Paul, thanks so much. Thank you. All right. And when we come back, we've got more shenanigans <laughs> coming your way right here. And we'll see what's uh, in Dan's Homeowner Horror Story box this week. And uh, as we wrap up the month of January here on Image Home Improvement Live. 
You guys are. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. One of these days, I'm going to fix that fix that headphone connection. <laughs> or buy a I new think, headphone. I think it's not the headphone. It's 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 in the it's in the console. That's the problem. So I get only like one channel working. You know, so it's only like one. It's like your don't brain. go there, Steve. I'll play with Jed. <laughs> only one channel working for a long time. Yeah. Well, we know that. 
You know, and, and I've had my MRI. They know what's wrong with me. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's wrong with you? I'm brain dead. I haven't figured that out yet. I haven't figured that out yet. Poor Dan. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, so, you know, one of the other things that I want to just touch base on, and we want to welcome all of you to uh, our number two, Image Home Improvement Live, right here on Star Worldwide Networks, is uh, we were talking with Paula earlier about some of the different exteriors at home. You know, I've seen a lot of... Uh, things come across my email of other homes, and we've got another. We've got another expert going to be talking about some of these uh, homes that are up for flip coming up here, and that some of these homes just—I don't know—they flop. Uh, they flopped. <laughs> yeah, they flopped. I don't know what they were thinking about because you know, you know, when you're so in tune and see so many homes throughout the year, you know, the average investor. When you go to look at something and you say, "Hey, there's a home. This guy, you know, it's going into foreclosure or something like that," and you and you see pictures, okay, and you're looking for the things to telltale signs of, well, okay, it's not when you it, when you see a home that it's up for flip or foreclosed, you can't look at it like to say, "Okay, well, how much is this house going to cost me to buy?" You've got to look at it in a different light. How much is this house going to? How much money is this house going to make me? Okay, and yeah. you got to look at the end product because if you start at the beginning and like, okay, if there's not enough margin for between, profit between, and between for, the purchase, the the fix, and then the sale, yeah. if there's not enough margin, right? And don't forget, you don't know, walk in, don't walk in, there don't garage. even go down that road, you know. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of them come through email lately. They're like smaller type homes. 1,200, 1,100 square feet, and you and, and they've got like 19 pictures. I'm like, how many pictures could you have in a 1,200 square foot home, 19 pictures that is going to show me exactly what's going on in this house? I looked at the outside. I'm like, okay, so now that's, eh, I don't know. Let's go inside and look. And then you start seeing all these things that when you see one or two things like in the kitchen, like tile countertops, um, uh, old style cabinets that have been painted over a zillion times. Now, like white, you know, they they went, know white they, and light blue. And they, you they, know? they went from that uh, wipe off white to the brown back to the blue. Yeah, the, it, the it's white. ridiculous. And then old flooring and just all these telltale signs of things, popcorn ceilings in an old home that says when you see the date, it's been well built in 1953. Robin, so you know, Robin's egg blue countertop. Yeah, so you know this, <laughs> you know there's going to be asbestos and stuff there that's going to have to be taken off. So it's like, okay, so, and then they give you the, the what their auction price is, what it's starting at versus what they uh, anticipate the uh, appraised value will be after repairs. And you're like, okay, all these homes, they only got like $50,000 that I've seen come across my email lately. And I'm looking at these homes, so you've got to be kidding me. I'm going to put 50 into it just to make it look presentable to be able to sell in today's market. So if that's what they think, what the one thing that I'm not seeing in these emails, okay, is comps in the area. Because if, if you can put 50 in, that's fine. And don't go to Zillow. If the comp is, yeah, if the comp is, you know, not what, high what, what's enough. What's the comp mean? What are you talking about? Comparable price. Comparable oh, okay. price to other homes in the neighborhood of similar shape, sure. style, and design. Okay. Square okay. footage and bathrooms and fixtures. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know, so you go in and like, okay, well, wait a minute. You need, and 1953 home, you look at the windows. Okay, so you could tell they're single pane. They're the old crank out style. Oh, so that casement, means, steel that means every window in the house, now you've got to change windows out. That's just for starters. 
So oh, you got to do all the windows. Then you go inside. You're probably going to have to do flooring. You're going to have to do a, a, a full kitchen. More than likely, a full bath. Is that old? Some wiring? Yeah, old wiring. It could be aluminum. Or it could be the old fuzzy uh, knob and tube. You know, so there's a lot to consider here. So when you look at some, so like our good friend Doug Hopkins, when we talk about that, when he used to look at a lot of these homes, there's only so much you could look at on the outside and make a predetermined, you know, uh, anticipated uh, purchase and and pray that you've got something good on the inside that's not going to you know eat you out of house and home. You're not a garage door whisperer. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> Scott. Oh my Matt, God. Let me ask you this: Is it worth it? Can you go into a neighborhood where the comps are fifty thousand and put fifty thousand into a, a fifty thousand dollar home? So now you got a hundred thousand dollar value home, right? Is it worth having a home that sticks out and is way much more? better and complete after renovating it than all the other homes in the neighborhood? Well, if there's other homes in the neighborhood, well, I don't think you're going to If you find a house for 50000 and you put fifty in, that house wasn't much to start with at 50000 But still, let's just go on your premise. If you had fifty, you bought it for fifty. maybe you got it in a foreclosure, and you put fifty in, so now you're at a hundred. Comps in the area could maybe be one twenty five. If they're no, one twenty five or better. If it's one twenty five, I wouldn't even go near it. No, you wouldn't. Because twenty five thousand isn't gonna do much for you. If that, right. But if that area right. is that far down, you, you know it's not gonna come up that far. Yeah, because a small house that you bought, something like that small is gonna have to be a small house. How or, many and probably there's all the ones that I saw, there's no landscape. You know what the landscape was on the last one I saw that came across my email yesterday? Dirt. It was <laughs> it was a Ford Explorer sitting in the front. <laughs> Right next to the right next to the tree, right? I mean, that's oh, it. Oh, you sure the tree didn't grow through it? <laughs> no, I mean it was just ridiculous. So no grass or very little grass, no driveway to talk about. Okay, so there's there's nothing. So besides the house, you got to do landscaping. You know, it's about curb appeal. What's going to make you want to go buy a new home if you go down the street? Are you going to stop in a house that looks like there's no landscaping and a yeah. Ford Explorer in the middle of the front of the house? That's 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 the draw. And the neighborhood party happened there The last car night. looks better than the house. Yeah. I mean, come on. So you don't want to do that. So if you had something like that, those, those comps in that neighborhood would have to be, got to be at least 175. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Maybe two. Because this way, at least you've got some, you've got something, to, you've got some margin in there from your, t- and plus if you got, if you bought a house for 50, more than likely, you're going to find stuff in there that you need you to do even that you about. didn't even that you had no inkling was There's, going to be there. That sounds like a gutter to me. You got the yeah. whole thing and rebuild something. I don't know why you'd want to redo just, a fifty thousand dollars home. Keep the frame as long, as long as it's blocked. You can keep most of it and do the interior well, see, this is a, and clean it completely out. It's yeah. again, and we're going to talk about this in the next segment. It all depends on what your main purpose is because you've got investors out there that go back out and they want to be. They want to flip homes, okay? Because they they have you know like the the rule of thumb is you, you flip a home in ninety days and you get it back on the market. There's a good chance that you're going to get rid of it. You're going to be able to do another. If you didn't one. get rid of it, you're renting, right? So you're, you're, gonna, you're in the rent world, right? Because you've <laughs> got to take the, you've got to take if the number the numbers have to crunch. That's right. If the numbers don't crunch, don't. It's a, this is a business decision. This isn't right. like you're going to buy a house for you, where emotion gets involved in it. Oh, I really like this, you know, but can I live with pain a little more? No, if the numbers don't crunch, you walk away because That's there's going to be another. There's going to be another house down the road that you're going to be able to buy. 
That's it. You know, and again, you've got, uh, you know, you can go back in there and you look at a house, you've got checklists. You can go back and make, you know, whether it needs a drywall, uh, popcorn ceiling, uh, electric upgrade, a complete, a complete kitchen and bathroom remodel. I mean, you could drop 50 grand just on two bathrooms and a kitchen. Or you, you may walk in once you get to the interior and find that the walls have separated or the slab has broken. Yeah, and now that the, could be the, underneath. Now that gets that, that gets it hurting in the pocket. Well, that could be underneath that 1970s shag carpet. <laughs> that oh, you, that you mean you, you tripped in the middle of the? Yeah, I mean you know I wonder why there was a little. A, yeah, it, I, it wasn't your walk, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> this is before before my walk change. Oh, I okay. walked into one house and I was walking to the crack. It literally tripped me. It was a one inch lift on the crack. Wow. And that was, yeah, that's, wow. And that's, that's what, what the realtor behind me said, wow. And, I, and then he looked at me and says, wow. But see, because we could see it go all the way through the house. But see, this is the thing, too, is if you have, if you see something that you think the numbers crunch, good, okay? One of the next steps is after you, after you, you know, decide to say, I'm going to try, you know, we'll put this house, we'll have our 10-day 10, 10 uh, inspection period, Somebody like Dan has to come by and go actually go through the house for you to make sure that it's not going to, at least you have a relatively comfortable feeling that it's not going to bite you in the butt. That's right. You know? That it's not going to flop, right, you know? Dan? And then, oh, by the way, just for our listeners who just joined us this week, Dan had a very special, he came up with a very special kitchen term last week that we want to let all our new <laughs> listeners know about. Dan, tell our new listeners what you said when we were talking about kitchen remodels you and the, islands last yeah, week. The, those old galley kitchens with an island is a one-butt kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and see, I don't have any island in my kitchen, so I got a nice four-butt kitchen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> see what I started? I love it. Love Do it, you love see it. what I started What I got to put yeah. up with every week? All right. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more of real estate and investments coming your way, so uh, stay tuned. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. If you've been putting off those plumbing repairs at home, let me remind everyone, small problems not repaired usually become larger, more expensive problems later on. With Lawson Family Plumbing, there's no job too small or too large, and the work is done right the first time, every time. They can handle problems such as broken garbage disposals, leaky faucets, water heater repair and replacements, water softener installations, slab leak repairs, and much more. Lawson Family Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 480-302-9928, or find them on the web, LawsonFamilyPlumbing.com. Remember, Lawson is awesome. Organization is a big deal in most areas of the home, but nowhere is it more important than the laundry room. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about how to get the most from yours right after this. 
Fall means cooler temperatures, beautiful colors, and long hours of raking leaves. Until now, introducing the new dual tine leaf rake from Ames. With a double row of tines and clog-free design, it rakes up to 45% faster than standard rakes, making leaf raking easier than ever. It even comes with a detachable hand rake for cleaning under shrubs and in tight spaces. The Ames Dual Tine Leaf Rake. Leaves hate it, you'll love it. Available now at the Home Depot and other fine retailers. The laundry room is one of the busiest areas in the home, and yet they're usually not that large. So here are a few tips to maximize their efficiency. Create a series of hamper-sized shelves or cubbies to make sorting clothes by color easier and more efficient. You can arrange them vertically or horizontally depending on your layout. You can never have too much shelving, so consider adding some up near the ceiling. A shelf that is flush with the tops of door casings can run all the way around the room and provide lots of extra storage, plus a handy place to mount a closet rod for hanging clothes. Tall, shallow shelving above or adjacent to the washing machine is also a good idea for detergent bleach and other laundry products. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And, you know, one of the things that we want to be able to uh, let people know about, you know, we talk about some of these homes you've got to be careful, <clears throat> excuse me, careful about. Uh, one, of our, one of our old favorite uh, segments that we did is uh, never more appropriate than right now. How'd you sleep? Oh, I just, you know, I once my head hits the pillow, I don't hear anything. I slept like a rock. How about you? I didn't sleep good at all. Didn't uh, you hear that creaking all night? Creaking? What kind of creaking did you hear? Oh, it was awful. The house was creaking all night. I don't oh, believe you didn't hear it. The house was creaking? Oh, my God. What was that? Was that what you heard last night? Yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah. Oh, great. Now what do we do? That's right. You you can either call the real estate person and then you call the attorney. That's what you do. <laughs> After all that, oh my God! And then if it, the, and if those if those light bulbs were CFLs, you call hazmat team. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dan. We really appreciated that. Okay. All right, but you know that's one of the things that you got to be careful of. You know, we talk about we make fun of that creaking house, okay? But the the point is that things like that could happen. If you buy a house that you maybe don't know what's been going on about it, and one of the people that actually it makes a living out of finding out about what's going on in this house is Marlo Anderson from Prime Investment Realty. 
Marla, good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning, Steve. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank uh, you. All right, great. You know, some of these things we were talking about earlier with Paula and, and homes and stuff, I mean, you see a lot of this investment property. What kind of homes are you seeing that are uh, out there for investment opportunities? Well, the good thing about the Valley is there are all types of homes out there and all different types of investment opportunities. Uh, there are the foreclosures, the auctions, those uh, properties that just need to be rehabbed. Then you have some folks who are just in distressed situations and may not look on the outside like there's something going on, but may need some help as well. Um, so there are different types of things out there. You, you'd be surprised sometimes. Yeah, I'm, some of these things that you know we see, like I said, some of these other houses that have come through on an email just yeah. don't, you know, let's put it this way. And I'm sure Paul has seen this, a, a, a coat of paint will help, but only cosmetically because you can't fix like the bones underneath it if it really needs help if they've got broken bones you know like i mean we've done that in the past (laughs) 27 years we've been in business you know we go out and one of the first things you've got to do you may need a paint job but you may you know you may see a home that needs you know fascia board repair or there's a roof leak or there's eaves that need to be done because the leak's coming through and it destroyed the fascia board or the patio looks like blister heaven underneath <laughs> you know it needs a complete pressure wash and scraping i mean it's, or sometimes it's you come up to a house that's had that stupid com, com, compressed plywood that was put on the eaves and it just absorbed and got bigger and bigger well, i know and i know expanded and went oh dear do you know we i ran across a house the other day that had a roof leak and you know what they used in somebody had done a repair there once before so you know this has been a problem area they used particle board Half-inch yeah, particle board, board. and yeah. it swelled to three-quarters. Well, just put a sponge up in there. It's easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the problem was that the homeowner decided, here's another, again, a homeowner with tools could be a dangerous thing. Yes. What did he do? It was, in, it was in a spot where there was a bay window, so there's dissimilar roof lines. There's a little, like, nook where the pigeons like to hang out, okay? And if you've uh. ever had any home for very long, Okay, you've seen, I've seen pigeons do terrible things to roof, shingles, and underlayment. The poop just eats that stuff alive. Well, he wanted to get it out, so what he did was he took the hose, and he tried to aim the hose up at that eave in that little nook and tried to flush out all the poop and everything from the pigeons and everything. Well, guess what? The, the underlayment yeah. was so old up there, he did more damage because then he ripped the underlayment. It was tile on top of it. So now all of a sudden you go inside the house, and it looks like water stains up in the crease between the roof and the wall. And then it's just like, you know, Paul, you've seen this before. When water runs down drywall on the inside, what happens to the, what happens to the texture? It sags. It sags. Exactly. And ding, some, ding, ding, ding. It looks some terrible. Of it, some of it had some of the color of the poo outside. Well, yeah. uh, up at the top, yeah. it really did. Well, well, yeah, well yeah, the, I put my infrared on it. It was still soggy. And wet. the infrared doesn't lie. <laughs> no, it <laughs> does. right. And it went all the way down to the floor. I know. It looks terrible. So these are things you've got to watch out for. And like I say, when you look at some of these homes, um, are, Marla, are there any neighborhoods that more so that are that are, people are seeing, you're seeing um, houses that are... Uh, foreclosed or if they're or is it just all over the place you know the thing about the valley is there's just pockets of places all throughout the city and they're really all over the place uh you know the thing about real estate is it's a great market for most people but you have a lot of new investors that get caught up in the flip or flop type shows and kind of like you guys were saying earlier really don't know what it takes to go in and properly rehab a home and 
they go in there and do you know half type work, and it costs more more later than they did initially. You yeah. got to tear it all out and yeah. start over to get it right, and, and then that twenty grand profit turns into a ten grand loss. Well, I know. <laughs> you know, and the other thing too is we're we're actually doing some work in a house right yeah. now that it was in a in a it was one of the last homes. It was probably I think it was a um, a model home, mm-hmm. and what happened was. Somebody had bought it, and they decided they were going to flip it. I mean, there wasn't really much wrong with it. They just right. wanted to do upgrades. Right. So I do tile, floor, right? So naturally what happened was they had this huge area that an island would have been perfect. Mm. I mean, I could have, like, if there's so much room. Dan, this was like a 24-butt kitchen. <laughs> I mean, oh. there was so much Whoa. room in this huge shape. Home on the it range. It was huge. <laughs> it was like Donald Trump. It's huge. It I is. mean, come on. I mean, but even our president could get his hair through the kitchen. That's right. And it was like <laughs> no island. And like, why did you upgrade the house and do all these other things and not include an island? I mean, it's again, the rehabber going in's mm-hmm. got to make sure that they go back in and it it looks like somebody I want to be able to walk we did a we did a house in Tucson with one of the realtors that that we know down there who flipped some homes and we went in there and she designed she knows how to do her stuff the house got was you know we raised the ceiling we changed the outside you've got a southern view of the city looking out the front of the house mm-hmm. outside the back you've got mountain views i mean it's really attractive i want to be able to go in one of those rehab homes and look at it and say i want that I don't want to go back and start questioning, well, this is missing or that's missing. You know, you walk in there and when it's staged properly, it looks like a million bucks. Paint color looks great. You know, the, the tones were done properly. The, the lighting the matches lighting, what's going everything. on with the area. You know, and Paul, how okay, how many times have you gone into a home and you turn around and people say, Well, I like this color, I like this color, but you look at the lighting and the lighting doesn't look like it's going to achieve what they want with the color they picked. Absolutely, all the time. You know, lighting is a big, big factor. It's really big because... In what you're doing. If you don't feel, you know, if the if the lighting just doesn't have the right lumens per, you know, per square foot, you feel like you're in a cave or you're, it's too bright. Right. And it's just, you know, hard on the eyes. Right. Yeah. So, but Marla, you, yes. you mentioned something important before. People... They hear the they hear these people come in. Well, you know, three days we'll teach you how to flip. We got our team here, and blah 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 blah. Okay, and I'm like thinking to myself, okay, so what's going to happen when they leave town? Yep. And what's going to happen? They're all wound up for three days and are ready to go out to look at a home and look at houses and buy homes. And then all of a sudden, you I mean they may have all the tools, they may have the funding, mm-hmm. they may have the rehab money, mm-hmm. but then it's like, oh my god, who's going to walk me through this? Who's going to help me get through so that it becomes second nature? Like when I walk into this radio studio, I could do a show blindfolded because I've done it for so long. Okay. But if you try and do something brand new and you're afraid to make a mistake, you need somebody to kind of walk you through a couple of times. I'm sure. Yeah, a mentor. A mentor. I mean, it's something that's that important that you're going to spend that much money on, obviously. And if it's your money, Mm -hmm. 
even more if it's somebody else's money. You're responsible for it. Because Guido's going to be around soon. Guido will come back. <laughs> Guido will come back and hit you up for it. That's right. And no pun intended. That's he will right. hit you up for it. That's right. In a big way. No, seriously. Do you find people that come in that are invested in homes that really have no clue what's going on? Oh, all the time. All the time. Like I said, it's great that real estate investing is kind of hot, but it's dangerous at the same time. You have so many people who get so excited watching the HGTV shows and oh. you see the, the <laughs> The shiny coin and, oh, I want to do that and, oh, I can go do that. And, you know, the three-day seminar guys, they come in and they just excite the hell out of you and <laughs> throw 15 different topics at you and tell you you can make a million dollars at each. Then they leave and after they've sold you a packet for 50 grand and you've spent your yeah. whole 401k trying to double it. There you go. You're stuck with a bunch of books and tapes. You, you Which way it. do I go now? You drank the Kool-Aid but didn't know how to handle it. You know, the, the, <laughs> the thing is a lot of that stuff is true, but they just give you the carrots. You know, so there's so much value in mentorship. I work with a team of guys, and our goal is to coach, train, help, and mentor each other and those who really want to take this business serious to achieve our financial goals. Right. you know, got to take baby steps. It's unrealistic when, you know, you you go to one of these things and you think you're going to make 25 grand on your first flip. You're lucky if you break even. (laughs) You're lucky if you break even. You know, there's just so many potholes that you can fall into. When you're oh, just yeah. so excited and you're not taking time to build a strong foundation for yourself, right? You got to educate well, yourself. What's a big pothole? What's a big pothole? A big pothole? Oh man, a big oh, pothole is well, for one, trying to get financing, trying to get funding. Yeah. Um, I've seen people kind of empty their four hundred one ks, you know, thinking they had a good investment or trying to venture with someone who wasn't as honest as promised. Uh-huh. Um, I've I've heard horror stories of, you know, people getting private funds from other people, family and friends, versus going to the, you know, banks or, 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 or hard money lenders and, you know, destroying relationships that way. Good intentions. You, you just didn't know the, some of those small things that will just turn everything upside and, down. And then you have a group of people that throw their money into a pile, Indeed. and then one of them has a major catastrophe yes. happen. Yes. All of it. I've, I've, I've well, heard quite a bit of these yeah. things have just gone bad. I mean, one of the things that I think is important is that if you're going to go into into any investment with anybody, mm-hmm. okay, and first and foremost, you've got to have something on paper. We used to have a statement when I was in the transportation industry years ago that if it's not written down on paper, it never mm-hmm. happened. Because, and you also have to make sure, okay, everybody's all happy and go lucky when everybody's making money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody's, you know, Hey, this is great. You know, we're going to do this. Okay. Back in the mid two thousands when everybody was fat and happy. Okay. And then all of a sudden in 2007, 2008, when things started sliding downhill and then crashed. Okay. If you didn't have anything written in paper. Okay. So what happens in, in if I'm, even though like, say for instance, yeah. all of us get involved in, in, in doing a real estate deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what happens if things go south, okay? Somewhere in that paperwork, Mm -hmm. you've got to be able to take that individual paperwork to your individual attorney Mm -hmm. and say, okay, how does this, is is this good for the team? But more importantly, is it good for me and am I protected in case things crash? Yeah, where's my opt-out? Yeah, where's my opt-out? So this way, you're not going to wind up, you know, having... Paying everybody, paying the bill for the dinner. And have a bankruptcy, you know, three years from now when the bank comes looking for you. You know, Bank Guido comes looking for you. I mean, you know... Wells Fargo. What? (laughs) (laughs) All right, when we return, the banks will be after Dan. All right, don't go go away. We'll be right back.
<laughs> Good morning, honey. Uh, it's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? confused about which company to choose to do your tile work let me make the choice a simple one for you az high-tech tile and stone whether it's a residential or commercial project az high-tech tile and stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes floor tile and shower walls and anything while using materials such as granite tile travertine porcelain and much much more az high-tech tile and stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate we are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and we are talking uh, real estate uh, and everything in between today with Marlo Anderson from Prime Investment Realty and uh, Paula Stone from Double D Services is here with us, and we're you know talking with some of the things that Dan had brought brought up, but you know um, one of the things which I didn't get a chance to let Paula hear that I think she because we were talking about drywall and and popcorn and some of all this other stuff, but I think this is another one that Paula will like. was hiding behind the drywall. <laughs> yes, you were. I guess social services didn't see this. <laughs> oh, you coughed up some drywall. <laughs> coughed up some drywall. Poor Maggie. She got she got stuccoed in. Right. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Well, what I want to know is how did she get the drywall in before the binky? That's what I want to know. Oh, well, that's a good Cause, question. Because we just got binkyless at our house. I don't know. You know, Marla, <laughs> out of the homes and stuff that you've seen, okay, because I kid everybody when we go and do remodeling, yeah. have you ever found anything of value like in, in the house or in the walls, more importantly? Because I'm still looking for that gold bar. <laughs> I haven't yeah. had it. I haven't had I couldn't found it yet. I know where they are. They're in Blade's house. 
That's where they're at. They're in blades. Well, see, the whole problem is, is those uh, old medicine cabinets where they put razors right down inside the wall all oh, the time. Oh, my God. I've seen oh, those. I've, I, I've seen some open up, and here's this big stack of rusty razor blades with all sorts of stuff on them. It's like, that, ew. That's the ones that Blade ew. uses from the Paleolithic era. <laughs> 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 very nice. That was very good, Blade. I like that. Very good. Okay, yeah. You know, there's only one person I know with that name. And that's, that's right. And that's him. The, the, only, He's the one and only. The one and only. Right? Hey, how about a little cheering for that? All right. All right. And listen, and don't forget, don't forget, we have to, uh, we have our, our friends, first time at studio today, they have to make sure that they get their big fat check. As soon as you get a chance, we want to make sure that they get their big fat check. So, uh, fixer Upper House, I bought about five years ago. And uh, I haven't done anything to it, like, in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. <laughs> I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. That's right. That's all right. Waiting for a big, waiting for a big fat check after the big fat job. That's, That's right. right. I mean, why not? And it's going to be big, really big. It's going to be huge. <laughs> all right. When we come back. We have more, more with Marlo and Paula and uh, the whole HII crew. Take care. Bye bye. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live, and it's uh, Real Estate Saturday as we're talking a little bit with Marlo Anderson from Prime Investment Realty. And, you know, Marlo, one of the things that uh, I'm curious about, okay, how many people that have you spoken to that are all gun-ho and anxious, and then once they get – you explain the mission, so to speak, to them that they understand that this is if you're going to get involved in this, this is some of the things that you're going to experience, some of the things you're going to have to deal with. And the reality sets in. Um, 
does everybody does everybody say, hey, let's go for it? Or do you think some people just get turned off by it and say, you know, this isn't for me. I don't want to deal with it. I wish everybody were go-getters. It's like everything else. When you find out there's work involved, then it starts saying, uh, uh, um, the him and Hans. Yeah, the, the Ralph Crampton. Everybody wants to go from contract to check. Yeah, right. There you go. Okay. I wish it was that easy, but yeah, there's a like, whole lot involved in the middle there. What yeah. I call drive and sign, drive them up to the house, sign the contract, get the check. And, you know, the, the, the <laughs> seminars was come the... to town, and then you see a bunch of signs on the corner two days later, and everybody's gun hold with the same speech. Come on, let me help you do real estate. But they have no idea where to start themselves. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's the blind leading the blind a lot of times. Um, and sometimes that creates a lot of havoc out there. I, I bet. Yeah. Some hard yeah. feelings, you might say. Well, yeah. the other, and again, too, you know, if you are, I would think that somebody was would be doing that for the very first time. Yeah. You, you, you may be a rookie, but you don't want to look like a rookie. And you, you're looking for help. Yeah. You know, it's just like, Marla, yeah. can you go with me while we go through this? So I want to make sure that that's we do be. it right. Which, yeah. I mean, if you're there and you want to help them, because if if you're obviously, it's like it's like what I like to do with people's homes. I want to help people make better decisions about their homes. Well, I want to be able to, you know, pass that along and pay it forward sure. so that this way other people will make the right decisions so that they won't have to suffer any hardships of bad things happening to their homes, like somebody trying to put a, you know, a hot. We talked a couple of weeks ago about when uh, our good friend Jeff Lawson was here from Lawson Family Plumbing mm-hmm. about putting your own hot water heater in and then doing it wrong, and then all of a sudden it creates pressure and it goes through the roof. I mean, you don't want to do stupid things like that. You want to do it right, especially it costs you money for that. But think about this: you make a bad real estate investment without having the proper people walk you through. That's going to hurt you for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those sometimes a lot of a lot of times actually those are tough to bounce back from. Yeah, so people have all the good intentions in the world and they go in feet first and both feet in and oh I didn't see that hole right there. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, they end up trusting the wrong person sometimes. So right. there, there's there's power and value and good mentorship. Um, not easy to find, unfortunately, because there's a lot of opportunity out there for folks. But you know that's what myself and my partners really strive to do and have that good intention and work with servitude and things like that and just try to help each other and other people grow. Yeah, I think and that, like anything else, you want to be able to make sure that just if you're going to do something and you, you, you go through it and this is a passion that you want to do to ultimately you know, be more financially independent, do your due diligence. Just like we say about when you do pick a contractor or do something in your home and you're going to you're gonna have a, a, an individual or a company come in and do it, do your due diligence. Make sure that they, first of all, like know what they're doing. I mean, Paula wouldn't be around with her company for years if she wasn't doing a good job for starters. Mm-hmm. And as those years keep adding up, the credibility keeps getting bigger and better and better and better. Just like the stuff that we've been around with 27 years, if we wouldn't been doing remodeling right we you know we'd be we'd be doing one of dan's taillight warranty items you know i mean (laughs) but you know that's not that's not the way it is with image home improvement we've been here we're not going anywhere and you know we're here for you for your home and we want to be able to offer all those different types of services especially if we come to somebody who who has a passion and they need help you know flipping a home maybe they want to rehab the home and hold it and use it as a you know, for revenue, you know, a generator every month, that's fine. 
But again, you know, to be able to go back in, you know, and it's just as important, you know, we've seen people go in and do flips. And they, like Paul, how many times you go in there and people say, I want to do a flip or I want to, I want to keep the cost down as much as possible. And they ask you to, so what's the p- cheapest paint I could use? Absolutely. All the time. All the time. All the time. So, yeah. And, yeah. and that's, you know. Okay. One coat wonders. One I'm coat. sorry. Contractor <laughs> Just spray everything. Right. Contractor yeah, fog, fog the interior of the house. Fog it in. Right. <laughs> fog it in. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yes. So, but but uh, again, it's like if you don't, you know, you could easily go back in and it'll look. The one thing that gets me, like people go back out and I've seen people. Uh, where I've lost bids years ago when I was doing some pay- painting, more painting than I do now. But I lost the bid to do an exterior of your home because somebody came in and they gave them this. They sold them a, bit, a bill of goods. Okay, So they came in and they painted a modest 1,200-square-foot house in my old neighborhood and then painted the Spanish lace stucco. But then instead of, you know, they could spray the eaves, okay? But my pet peeve is that because the fascia board on the outside takes the brunt of the sun, that that's the mm-hmm. one part that I will go the extra yard with and paint by hand. Right. So this way, it it ha- it the paint soaks into the right. pores and it lasts. This guy went in and he painted the outside and it looked great for about thirty days. Then all of a sudden, the check cleared. The, yeah, the check cleared. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. The check cleared, and all of a sudden, you go back in the and that white or that light colored base your board started fading and all of a sudden and curling and- you start seeing the overspray that <laughs> gradually went up the shingles because he didn't shield it properly and because he sprayed the base your board or sprayed it, looks, it so deep that it looks terrible that the bird holes are blocked and the attic can't breathe that's one of my here's my pet peeve yeah they spray the bird holes the bird block so much that the attic stops breathing and the electric bill for summertime triples and people don't understand where that comes and my other pet peeve is some of these people that say, oh, the face is rotted off. They just tear it off and leave it. You look around. The rest oh, of the I've, I've done inspections. I look around the rest of the neighborhood. They all have fascia boards. This one doesn't. What's wrong with the picture? Well, Somebody ripped them off to just sell. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that before. You know, I, again. You painted at the end of the truss, which should be protected with a piece of wood. And they just they just yeah. blew on through. Now, Marla, have you ever uh, seen any... Uh, Dealt with any uh, properties in the historical districts around Phoenix? Yes, yeah, uh, closer down like the the uh, Roosevelt area. Uh, beautiful homes down there. Oh yeah, beautiful homes and the the, the material and all the the uh, block construction and the the values just hold down there. Oh, the Willow District. Yeah, the the, the Willow District. Willow District. Okay. Yeah. Um, the values hold up great down there. Um, the, the thing about it is you have to really know what you're doing in those areas because oh, yes. they're older homes. Right, and exactly. And they have a very specific coverage. Uh, um, coverage you, for you the... you got to make sure you got licensed contractors. It's not just oh. as simple as paint and carpet and then you're done. Um, there's so many things you have to take into account working and, in, and, with those and, type of homes. And, yeah, some of the exterior look yeah. that they want to, you know, as close as possible, historically yeah. accurate, yeah, but still that. up to date. Mm-hmm. For the house's economy. That's the challenge sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. also, in some of those historical districts, you've got to be careful because you, we're talking about how stringent some of the HOAs are, that some of these <laughs> historical district HOAs, they're really strict. Yeah, because well, you have to go to the city. You yeah. can't be messing with mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, there's city ordinances that says you can't do certain things. You have things. to go to the city. If you're going to change anything, you have to get 
you have to go the whole thing with the city, and you better have a smart architect like Kevin. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you know, our friend, you know, a friend of the show, Kevin. Yeah, fights. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, have him go through and do the due diligence on it, and that's the word for historical homes. Mm-hmm. Do your due diligence. What What are you in for? Yeah. Now, when you go back at some of those, okay, when you do, pay, obviously, some of those older homes, oil brace paint. Exactly. Years ago. Years ago. How do you usually oh. handle that? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> you you have to make sure that all your everything is uncovered because forget going beyond the oil-based paints. What about lead? Lead. That's, yeah. That was oh, my next. Lead, lead and mold. Those are the two biggies. <laughs> yeah. and you, the L word and the four-letter <laughs> four M word. Right. Four word. I, have, I, have, I always make sure I have test kits in the truck. Mm. That's it. Always right. got to be able to do a test kit just in case. Because you, you you never know. You never know. It's like, please, not red. Please, please, not red. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Please. <laughs> or, you know, but the other thing, too, is a lot of times over the years, by the time some of the ones that I've come across, that they've they, all the oil-based paint that has lead in it has all been encapsulated. Mm-hmm. So it's been sprayed over already. So if you put anything else on, as long as you don't disturb. As long as you don't sand it. Yeah, no sanding. Yeah, don't no, no scraping or sanding, right. just covering. It's like anything else. Yeah, just that's just you know that, to it. me so far that's been the accepted here. We're not like New York; everything has to be stripped and redone. Right. Thank, thank, yeah, thank our stars, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know where they take all that stuff? To the landfill, Staten Island. <laughs> that's the where, landfill. That's where everything goes. You say it's to the land. Well, that's where the World Trade Center went. The two towers went. They went to they went to Staten Island. Well, all that was just was uh, actually landfill, you know, from the early areas, eighteen hundreds. That was all landfill. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it was you, the dump. That's why <laughs> any time you drive from Jersey into New York and you go by way of Staten Island, mm-hmm. you come back the the lower bottom way instead of going up to the tunnels or the GW Bridge. You get into Staten Island, and all you see there's seagulls everywhere, everywhere, right. everywhere, because that's the landfill. That's right. And they're looking for food. Or they're waiting for the barges to come by with, with all that stuff on them. Anything. That's anything. right. But, you know, these, but the, getting back to the historical district, <laughs> uh, again, uh, obviously, um, some of these homes, there's, you, you have to have experience in dealing with some of these. And if you're going to purchase, um, you know, an investment property, I, I would think in an historical district, You've got to know a little bit more that's going on and got to do, like Dan said, a little more due diligence to see what was there before. When was the house built? Um, what kind of, Or do you want to, will they allow you to do anything to the exterior or is it all interior that you need to do to bring it up to, to livable, livable codes now? Yeah, and where can you put your AC since it has to be historically correct? That's right. You know, that's been a real challenge for a lot of them because a lot of those roofs are so steep. You can't put an air conditioner on them, and you can't put it on the sides of the house because it's visible from the street. It, it gets it gets tri- it gets tricky. It really does. Yeah, it, I'm it, sorry. As as a home inspector, I've gone around saying, "Where's the compressor? Oh, they put it down in this hole. Right. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, fun. <laughs> that's that's what happens. That's what happens. But uh, do you find uh, a lot of um, we'll, we'll call them for the sake of the discussion, you know, uh, current day homes. Uh, like out in the East Valley, is there any specific pockets in the East Valley? Like I know, like like for instance, Gilbert's a big um, uh, area for termites, and um, 
what's the word I'm thinking of, Dan? I got a main uh, block for um, the soil. Oh, the, the expansive soil. Expansive soil. Thank you. Yeah, for expansive soil area in Gilbert. Are there any pockets out in, in uh, areas out in the East Valley that you find that uh, are more so available than others? You know, no, for no. availability for, for people to purchase? Um, you know, they all, not really. Okay. Not, not, not any that sort of stand out. Uh, you know, the good thing about our, our team is we've got a team with people with various strengths and, and expertise in those areas. I'll admit that that was not one of mine. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, but that's the power of having a team and everybody yeah. collaborating together. Um, you, you know, we've got guys and, and contractors and inspectors like yourself who I know where the aluminum is. That's what they do for a I know, living. <laughs> I, know, I know which houses have the aluminum wiring. Right. I know which ones have the expansive soils. And I know which ones have sulfide mm-hmm. under the slab mm-hmm. out there in Maricopa. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that are eating the rebar too fast. I've, with well, over 11,000 inspections, I've got a good idea. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing, too, is, Marlo, that yes. you have to, you, again, there are avenues that your team can actually go to channels to go to to actually find the homes that people are interested in looking yes. for. Yes. So it's not just like, you, you know, I mean, obviously you could look anywhere. You can go to Craigslist if you want. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to find much on Craigslist. But anyway, you, there are different pl- people advertise homes for a lot of different reasons. The one thing that I found, like some of the homes that go up for auction that you could buy down at the courthouse mm-hmm. that, you know, house may go up for auction on a specific date and all of a sudden you get down there and all of a sudden it's been pushed back a month or two. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, for whatever reason, maybe maybe the homeowner is trying to find a way to, to save refinance and save his home and it's not going to foreclose on. But, you know, when you go buy the home, it's like the best thing that this person could do from a rehab or a contractor standpoint is like let somebody take care of this house and move on. Because yeah. I saw one down off of um, 44th Street in Camelback over in the Arcadia District mm. that – this you could tell that this home hasn't been taken care of. You you see aerial shots plus a view from the alley, mm-hmm. which was my my <laughs> my Mission Impossible you know yeah. scope. Go down the alley and just you know go go up and get elevated to look over the wall and see what's going on in the backyard. They've got like the aluminum uh, patio uh, extended out extended out for mm-hmm. patio roofs. Which are turned into you know, a bedroom. Turned which into, turned a be- into a- yeah. I mean, it's not actual <laughs> living space. I mean, uh, the best thing that this thing could happen to this house is a forty-yard container be put in front of the house <laughs> and everything just yeah. thrown in there, along with that old nineteen seventy-five Chevy pickup that's like just sitting out there with tons of dirt, dust on it because it hasn't moved in. Growing years. plants out of the bed of the truck. That's exactly. <laughs> they put stuff in the back of the bed. I to thought c- that was a new inn. <laughs> that no, was- that's, that's, to me, that's gutter talk because the gutters in this community, they fill up with, with all sorts of stuff and you start growing trees oh, it's in a, them. It's, a, it's amazing. What's that address? Let me add that thing. Do you really want to buy that house? You never know, man. No, I mean, like I said, you take it out, you take it out, and you clean out all the clutter on the outside. And Lord and behold, you know what uh, struck me funny about this house when I went by? Because when I saw the listing, the outside, the picture didn't look that bad because guess what? It was during the holidays. They had all the blow up toys for Christmas. Santa Claus, you know, reindeer, the whole snow. I mean, you can't see the front of the house because all the blow-ups? Right, all the blow-ups. You you drove over by my neighborhood, huh? There's this one guy, as you come in on Maryland, and there's no front of the house. It's just 
all these big blow-ups with Santa in a helicopter what and all he, this what other he stuff. Doing? Yeah, but what is he doing now? It's January, I don't know, because, because unfortunately halfway through Christmas, some somebody went through with a knife and cut him. Oh, see? That was so sad because my my great-granddaughter you know, rides with me a lot, and we drove by the house, and they weren't up, and she says, what happened, Grandpa? What happened? And I said, baby, I don't know, but it it doesn't look like somebody not nice hurt hurt those things. Well, yeah. You know, what so, can you say to a little one yeah, that, yeah. that was looking forward yeah. to seeing yeah. them again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, getting back to 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 um, Marlo and what you know, like you say, like on your card, making your dreams happen. This is what we try and do. People need to turn around and remember if you've gone through what we've gone through in our lifetime back in two thousand eight. You have to make sure if you're any person that is going to take control of your situation and and be financially independent, real estate is still the best way to be able to do that. But you've got to, again, you've got to have the right people to help you get there, and you've got to have the right advisors, again, to be able to make sure that when, that you know, you get one under your belt, you get two under your belt, and before you know it, you start. Those experiences and the different homes that you purchase start adding up, much like all the stuff that Dan does, Paula does, and I do. We, you know, we see different scenarios. It becomes our life experience <laughs> to know when to pursue it or when to just step back and say, <laughs> step away from the house and go down the block. Yeah, you walk up to the front door and there's water running out, walk away. Yeah, exactly right. So you, <laughs> no, call me. You know, call, you know, you know, no, that's another company. Yeah. You know, the other one that you know, we fix, you know, we, or we buy, you know, that company that does that. No, but we want to do investment. And then obviously we can make, if you go in there and you're able to rehab a home and sell it or even use it as an investment property, the neighborhood is going to love you for it. They will turn, you're doing so much to increase and enhance the neighborhood. We did one several years ago over on the west side. It was around 48th Avenue in Peoria that was what you affectionately called the old crack house. Okay. It needed everything: interior, exterior painting. It needed. Uh, it used to people that were living there actually changed the garage into a grow room, so oh, they had God, yeah. creative oh, yeah. air conditioning. <laughs> oh, that place! Creative electric. Yeah, they ran some electric through the, through air, the walls. Air handling ducts. I mean, it was amazing. I mean, <laughs> they had they had uh, ceiling fans hung on wires. Mm-hmm. From the ceiling, just and to move just air around. And forth, oh yeah, I mean, it was it was just ridiculous. And then the piece, the resistance was in the bedroom where the bed was in the master uh, bedroom. There's a was a black la fog talking about uh-huh. fogging in before <laughs> a black fog going up the wall from the floor over to the vent. That was the tracks of all the bed bugs. That's right. That were there. So yes, we actually so had to nasty. come back and ah. yeah, and we had to the, the pest control company came in and froze them and got rid of all of them. And then by the time we got done with the house, the, the pool was not green anymore. Yeah, I mean it was. We got everything all done. The house sold for one hundred forty-eight thousand dollars, and the neighborhood. I bet I'm sure they were in their homes cheering mm-hmm. that we rehabbed this house and made it look. And they're going to get and they're going to get a responsible neighbor to be able to take care of your home because I don't yeah. care if you're a flipper, if you're if you're going to hold that property, if you're the landlord of that property or homeowner, your home should reflect. Your personality, and if if you were a rehabber and you were doing the job and that, that's your way of earning a living, then you know if you sell a home, it still should reflect your personality. Unless you need to see Doctor Phil, uh, uh, of course. <laughs> okay, I had to do that. You had to you. do that, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, okay, all right. So anyway, 
Uh, Marlo, how can yes. our listeners contact you if they're interested in, you know, uh, taking that plunge, shall we say? Uh, great question. Uh, you can reach me on the web at primeinvestmentrealty.com. Um, also, my group of investors and our team that we help educate and mentor folks, you can reach us at team6investors.com, and that's the number six. All right, Marlo, that's thanks. Great. That's so much. We really appreciate it. And, uh, Paula, thank you so much for hanging around. We'd love to have you back. Thank you very much. You know, anytime it. you have, you know, you have a free Saturday morning, just let me know. Double we've got, deep, we've got double D painting. The we, devil's in the details. That's we, what that is. We've got so <laughs> we've got so much more to cover with Paula on all the aspects that she has in her business. So we want to thank all of you for being here today. All right. And Blade, you know, Blade, you know, we took his voice away for a little while, but that's okay. We know he's there. We appreciate Blade and Dan. Thanks so much. As usual. <laughs> and, uh, and we want to remind everybody, make sure we come back next week. Don't forget, it's it's uh, it, it's the Big Game Eve next week. That's when it. we talk about what we're going to do about your show. And you know what that means. Mary Heidmeyer is going to be here next oh, week with, our, with the Super the Bowl munchies. Super Bowl recipe for you to have a great time during the Big yes, Game. Tostitos. I'm going to get a bag of Tostitos next week. I'm going to do a test. The big bag. We're going to do a test. All right. And remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.